Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. And I'm Evie. And Evie, what are we looking at today? W-H-I-H. Season 2. Uh, season 2. Now, this is kind of strange. Well, today we're going to have, this is kind of like a, uh, a prequel or a, a springboard for a movie. So, as best you can, can you explain what, what we're actually watching in this? Um, sometimes it's like clips mm -hmm. of what's going on in the world. Right. You know, like either there's a fire or somebody's driving crazy. They're like snippets of of things that are happening in real life. Right. Uh, so some essentially, are good, some are bad. Yeah, we're looking and, at yeah. a newscast, really. This is a, So yeah. just to clarify, if no one knows what we're talking about, we're looking at an actual news anchor cast. That's the format. So we're looking at a mm -hmm. newscast. And uh, it's a newscast that's centered around uh, as a prequel to help uh, introduce us or get us, the, the viewers, interested or self-aware of the movie Civil War. That, so it exists just before the events of Captain America's right. Civil War. And uh, it's the, it actually is, I think it's like five or six segments. There's, there's, sorry, there's, there are five segments to this. Uh, and mm -hmm. the total, total time is, I think, 13 to 14 minutes total. So mm -hmm. these are what you call like one shots or shorts. So this is a very yeah. short, yeah. it's like a mini series, a mini webisode series of shows. Mm -hmm. uh, this was introduced on, on, you know, on the internet. It wasn't an actual video. Uh, you can mm -hmm. stream it on YouTube at any point as individuals or as a whole. So, uh, Evie, can I give, give us the the rundown of this? Or do you want me to, well, or do, you want me to do, do the rundown? Yeah, if you want to do the rundown, sure. Sure, okay. So, I, I'll, re I'll break this down into the segments. So, there were five segments to this. Uh, the very first segment is, okay, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a news anchor. So, the very first show introduces us to the characters. The, so, we have uh, the anchor that's We have uh, Christine Everhart and Will Adams. Uh, Christine Everhart is the anchor, and Will Adams is the political correspondent. And they're going to discuss um, the opposing sides of these uh, the Sokovia Accords, or having the heroes uh, take place. Because they're now we're having a divide between the heroes. Um, so, uh, the, anchor, the anchor is Christine Everhart. You've, you've known her from the Iron Man movies, Iron Man 1 and 2. She's the one that interviewed Tony Stark when he revealed himself as being I am Iron Man. And I'm assuming because she was the reporter that asked the question, that, re that revealed the superhero in him, uh, she's got promoted to uh, the anchor desk of a WHIH. Now, WHIH in itself has been around since like since the 80s in terms of television. Uh, whenever you watch a movie, whenever you watch a TV series that relates to Marvel, WHIH is like the CNN of uh, the Marvel landscape. You know how, like how Acme is everywhere for, for the Looney Tunes? WHIH is like the Acme for Marvel. They exist everywhere. So uh, whether you're looking at uh, Jessica Jones on Marvel Netflix, whether you're watching The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, whether you're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, you know, there is a, a, whenever they watch a newscast, WHIH is that newscast that they're watching the feed of. So it's, it's a cross-the-board uh, news affiliate in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well as the television. So episode one establishes the opposing sides. That's all it's designed to do. Uh, and the, the argument is, uh, is does the heroes require an oversight com committee uh, in, the, in the face of collateral damage? So that's what the setup is. 
Uh, episode two is called Should Taxpayers Basically uh, Take the Full Brunt of the Damages Because of What Happened in New York, What Happened in, in Washington, D.C. when the Triskelion yeah. uh, crashed into um, a helicarrier crashed into the Triskelion, which was the headquarters of S.H.I.E.L.D., or what happened in Sokovia. You know, citizens, are they responsible for picking up the tab for the damages that these heroes were taking part of? Now, the, the counter argument to that is that. It's not the heroes who created the damage. It's these alien invasions. It is the Hydra organization that, that kind of infl- infiltrated society. You know, it is a ro- ro- mad robot that took over the world, that wanted to destroy the world and put its plunges into the Dark Ages. Uh, but it was these, these heroes who tried to stop them. So collateral damage is, of course, is a byproduct. But are they fully responsible to, to take the tab? Or, does, or can the people or should people... Uh, carry the load of damages or pay the taxes or should there be a tax for that so second this which brings us to segment three now segment three is about the damage itself new york dc sokovia uh they had a tally of one trillion dollars in fees in order to repair the damages and they were, now the question was brought forth to the people they asked people on the street or should there be um uh, political regulation oversight for their actions to, to control that and now the counter argument to that was if an alien is going to have evasion right now, you don't want to go to a government agency and ask them, okay, what should we do? You want someone, you want heroes to be there to stop the aliens from shooting us right now. So there, there's a time and place for certain things, but you want to be saved by the heroes, people who are on the ground running. Segment four, repercussions. The, the global attacks that happened around the world still resonates to the date of the show. And the, the impact is felt all around the world. The result of which is the UN feeling the need to uh, self-impose sanctions on the Avengers or on superpower beings because they are uh, above the law, taking charge or taking control of the situation. And they don't, there's, because there's no uh, government oversight, whatever happens, they're not taking responsibility of their actions. So... And the final one is the, in the wake of Largos. Now, Largos is what, when you actually watch the actual movie, uh, the segment we're watching takes place eight hours later. So uh, the newscast picks up the feed of what happens in Largos, which is a, Ni- a Nigerian city where Scarlet Witch, um, she basically puts a force shield over Crossbones because he's he basically becomes a suicidal bomber, mm-hmm. right? And he blows up a city when she tries to levitate the body before it explodes. Unfortunately, it was close to a building, and the the explosion caused everyone in the building that the that he was facing to, to die too in the in the explosion. So uh, now she was trying to vacate the bomb explosion on the ground, but unfortunately she wasn't able to get the body outside of orbit or out of the of the blast field for human casualties. So, but she did try to save Captain America and those on the ground. So. But people see collateral damage. That's the point of it. So now they're saying because of the fall of, of uh, Largos and what happened in Sokovia, they believe now it, it gives the UN ammunition to say, you know what, sanctions should be placed on the Avengers because they need oversight. So with that, what are, what are your thoughts? Um, I would pay for, definitely for having stuff... Uh, superheroes had to come in and help mm-hmm. you know or even have superheroes fight with them and to actually clean up stuff or or even protect people you know exactly because mm-hmm. yeah because you know um that's important and i would definitely 
pay whatever to be kept safe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I wouldn't care. The asset you built people on the street, people had mixed reviews. People agree with what you're just saying that if we're being attacked by aliens, you want somebody there to, to have our back. And of course, you're, if, right. someone's going, if they weren't there, the, the, you, would, you would lose your rights. You basically, you'd be dominated by these aliens. You might have been killed by the aliens. You know, uh, if, exactly. if Hydra took over the world, you might be a slave. You might be in prison. Uh, Hydra is Germany. So if you think, well, if you're Jewish or black, you'd be like, killed you know you'll be put in a, in a concentration camp your yeah. rights will be stripped from you so if you leave it to the powers that be and not to the hands of the heroes uh you're what is the downside could could the impact be multiplied that nothing was done or would is or having heroes there um lessen the curb you know you know so what is what's the is there, should there be a balance or should there be something in place so that's what it came down to. Um, yeah. Now, legally, um, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, there's flaws in terms of the legal sense. I mean, you can't um, uh, the Geneva. I mean, not Geneva Code, but like there's certain things that you can't implement because they are an American-based um, uh, group. The UN doesn't actually have the the legal right to put these sanctions on this group. But for the sake of argument, let's assume they they did that. These accords. Um, yeah, do to do what they do. Um, that means they have to sanction every time they land in a certain country. There's the the courts have to be uh, placed in such a way that they would be able to uh, have some sort of legal oversight of what they can and cannot do. Which which again, well, what is what is the proper response? Because every situation was different. Either situation, like the situation was fluid and changing. So whatever they would have in place would not make sense because of whatever it is because it's unforeseen circumstances so I'd be interested to see what the accords will say about that and what the time frame of response is because the more you wait for response is um, more damage can be done or irreversible damage can take place that's that, well, that was my that was my thing going into it okay so let's get into um, the, the bonus side so every um, double feature what would you give a double feature for this episode hey, um, uh, district 9 mm-hmm you know, it, I kind of found it a bit scary too, because I guess um, the these um, aliens aren't into control, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and they could do whatever they want, right. which is like a um, eye opener. So yeah, I would liken it t- to that uh, film. What would you rate it? Um, I'd give it maybe an eight, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, it kind of opens your eyes like to what could happen if aliens came down or whatever and took over yeah i'm going to give this a six out of ten i i thought the actual like their their behavior or their positions on it it seemed very effortless in terms of delivery but i mean there's a lot of work that went into the content so i I acknowledge that but it seemed like you know they're just there and it was just on the fly but it's not there's a lot of thought behind it so, but because it came across that way, but I know it's very heavy-handed, uh, I still give it a six, six out of ten because okay. um, just something about it that, that felt that was like it's a newscast. They have attitude and they had perception, but like it was sort of like soft. Uh, it should deserve more, obviously, but because it, the way I the way I perceived it, um, it wasn't as tidy or tight as I thought it could be. Um, I give it six out of ten. Now, what I feel that it does pr- promote, uh, it promotes the actual political biases of positions, 
right? Like when we watch season one, you know, it was a corporation that that was that, that owns um, WHIH that was against um, Scott Lang's char- characters. Oops, that was kind of negative on Scott Lang. So uh, when I looked at this one, I got the same feeling. I, I feel that WHIH, which was which is what Christine represents, is more corporate corporate because um, it's more about the bottom line than it is about the individual so for my double feature i was thinking more of um well because of the time uh politics which is not movie related but i went straight away with the presidential election i thought of the gop versus democrats you know in terms of how they approach sorry and that is because of how um the democrats point of view is more like common sense like if you're going to have an invasion you want the people who are best equipped who who understand who is the most trained and who can respond has the best response time and can delegate and understand and try to do the best they can to reduce accident to try to help you and they are the best people for the job at that time so uh, it's kind of a common sense no-brainer approach whereas okay. as you want the most qualified person on hand on hand whereas with the GOP they want a controlled measure some, some kind of practical application on what, what is actually a variable situation, you know, an event, and this, which, is, which has too many moving parts. So, for instance, mm-hmm. looking at, let's say, uh, the Trump administration with COVID, you know, they didn't have an actual a, a plan, you know, they got worse. Mm-hmm. So with Biden, you know, they actually said, okay, you know, we can't control this, so let's just focus on the vaccine, get it out there, not focus on, on something else, because if you go back to work, it's going to get wor- it's going to get worse for people people doing their job so let's attack what makes sense you know so that's how i looked at this i thought i saw the sides of it one looks for a controlled measure versus get the best people for the job to do it to, to focus on, on a task at hand that can reduce the risk or the the uh, uh the onslaught you know so that's how i viewed it in that sense, and so that's how I made the parallel. So it's not necessarily a movie. I saw, I looked at it as kind of like the political arena that we exist today, which is sort of like ironic, you know? Cool. Okay. So that's 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 where I saw it. Which I know, which probably I'm, I'm probably gonna lose some uh, listeners for who are Republican. I apologize, but in terms of how they approach this, you have people who re- represent corporate America and the bottom line, and versus people who are, are more instinctive and for the individual, which is quarter like Democrat Republicans kind of are. One works for big business. One works. It's like the. It's like in Canada we have the NDP, who's are um, the left, but like they're more for the individual. Mm-hmm. You have the conservatives, which is more for corporate, but is also for the people too. And the liberals are in. The, they're in between. They're like you know. So yeah. cool. So, so that's that's how I kind of base because it is it is a political it is a very political charged uh, movie. So okay, cool. Okay, so Evie, uh, anything else? No. That was great. That yeah. was great. Mind opening, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was really cool. Okay. Yep. So, now I just tried to break it down as best I could. So. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um. So after watching this, so like the show really establishes the point of view of what Captain America does and um and the superheroes does and what the um the government does. Uh, if you where where do you land on, on the conversation? On that, mm-hmm. yeah, I would rather be a um, um, conservative, you know, as long as the, I get protected, mm-hmm. have water, have food. Mm-hmm. I'm good, man. <laughs> you know, just take care of me. Yeah. Please. 
Okay. okay. So, so yeah, that's we, my view. Yeah. So every where can they reach us? On the net, mm -hmm. on Twitter, on our website, mm -hmm. and and on the website. Um, uh, at the end of the website, you can get um, what's coming next. Mm -hmm. um, so many things, you know. That's true. I'm there looking at stuff. Oh yeah, it's very. It's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, that's at www.pantheonofm.com, or you can check us our email too at pantheonofm at gmail.com. And as Evie was saying, we have a schedule of upcoming events as well as links to our podcast, audio version of the podcast for a full length version of our show, of this show, as well as our accompanying uh, um, blogs. I do a companion piece, a weekly blog that kind of, hopefully that will kind of like give us more insight of what we just discussed. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. <laughs> And I look forward to seeing uh, Evie's. Uh, uh, Evie's going to be doing a guest blog soon later this year, uh, as we're going to be reviewing Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire movie coming up later. Uh, in the, actually, near the end of this year, early early this year, early next mm -hmm. year. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, Evie is going to do a write-up for that. But uh, in the meantime, and in between time, uh, I'll be doing a lot of the write-ups until then. So with that, I am Ray. I'm Evie. We'll talk to you next week. Take later. care. on a special edition of Newsfront, the world the hero leaves behind. What is the final cost of intervention from groups like the Avengers? Who do they answer to in the wake of their actions? Joining me on the program is political correspondent, Will Adams. Thank you for being here, Will. Thank you for having me, Are Christine. you scared? No, I'm fine. Okay. We're friends, so, <laughs> and uh, friends who disagree, so this is going to be Let's get at it. Let's okay. Our superpowered advocates have intervened time and time again in international incidents to great effect. But who accounts for the devastation they leave behind? Well, the question for me, Christine, isn't if or even should our heroes be allowed to operate independently. It's why shouldn't they? Discoveries are still being made in the massive cache of classified material released by former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Natasha Romanoff. And the leak clearly details how the organization known as HYDRA was able to infiltrate the highest ranks of S.H.I.E.L.D. and had organized a massive conspiracy on the civilian population. Romanoff's actions, independent from oversight, saved us from what could have been a catastrophic outcome had HYDRA been able to remain undiscovered. Romanoff's actions, along with the actions of Steve Rogers and Tony Stark and others over the years, may have been admirable. Their actions saved hundreds of thousands of people. But that's not the question. We're talking about the collateral damage. This week in our ongoing special report, we'll look back on the events in New York DC, Sokovia, asking you, the viewer, if the growing concern from governments around the world should see the Avengers submit to international oversight, or if they should remain free to act independent from government regulation. I look forward to you trying to convince me <laughs> that anything they've done is less than admirable. You look forward to me winning. We look forward to hearing from you throughout the week. For news on this topic and others, Google search WHIH online and follow us on Twitter. On behalf of Will Adams, thank you for being here. Thanks, Rob. And myself, thank you for watching. Mm -hmm.